Hey everyone, it's Ali Korm and Ed Carson here with a look at the market for Tuesday, May 2nd, where we saw stocks pull back amid fresh banking woes. Ed? Yeah, it was, uh, it was another difficult session. Did come off lows. I uh, want to take a look at a few stocks, Gold Miner, Gold Miner ETF, uh, GDX, Marriott International, and Arista Networks. All right, we'll take a look at those three stocks. But first, let's analyze the major indexes today. The Nasdaq and Dow down 1.1% uh, apiece. The S&P 500 down 1.2%. And no surprise, with the bank exposure in the small cap arena, the Russell 2000 down 2.1% on the day. So Ed, it looks like the NASDAQ was poised to potentially break out to its highest levels on the year, but resistance at a place where we could expect. Yeah, place you could expect. And it wasn't, the indexes didn't look too bad. And especially since they came off lows, they all closed, you know, at the 21 day line or above. Uh, so that's not too bad. I don't want to make too much of it. The problem is that there's underlying issues, that there was more weakness. Uh, bank stocks were terrible. Energy stocks were terrible. See more, some more growth losers. So it's, it's just difficult to deal with all these, you know, in situations, you know, uh, you know, uh, David Ryan was talking about somebody else saying, you know, on IBD Live, he was referring to somebody else talking about landmines and gold mines. There's a few gold mines out there that you can get, but boy, there's a lot of landmines and it's, uh, it's just tricky. Uh, still have a lot of news. We have the Fed meeting tomorrow. We have the jobs report. We have Apple earnings in between, plus hundreds of other earnings reports. So uh, it's just a difficult environment to be trading in, even though the market is is almost at 2023 highs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we will try to peel back those layers and look underneath the surface, pop the hood open, uh, as one might say to see what's going on. But let's also take a look at the S&P 500, as you mentioned, closing off of lows as well, finding support around the 21-day line. The Dow here, same story, uh, hitting recent resistance, but finding support at the 21-day line. Small caps have been weak. Uh, they've been able to find some sort of trading range, but they're now back towards the bottom of that range. Yeah, no big techs, obviously. And uh, you know, the financials and, and any energy names are not not helping this the small caps. Absolutely. And we've been keeping tabs on uh, the disconnect between what we're seeing with uh, the market cap weighted indexes and the equal weight version. So here's QQQ down about nine tenths of a percent today and QQEW, the equal weighted version, down 1.2%. So definitely seeing a difference there. Same thing with the S&P, SPY down about 1.1% today and RSP, the equal weighted version of that uh, with an outsized loss here. It did two close off lows, but still down one and a half percent on the day, Ed. So further evidence uh, still that we are seeing a lot of weakness underneath the surface that might be a little bit masked by what we're seeing uh, on the index level. But your thoughts on what we're seeing? Yeah, I mean, all of that and just the fact that every time we seem to have momentum, whether it's in the indexes or the equal weights or anything like that, every time we're just there, that's when we get knocked down. So again, that makes it just extra difficult in, in that kind of environment to make headway. Just when you think, okay, now I can buy, now I can do something, that's when something bad happens. 
Right. And now let's take a look at, uh, you mentioned the banks. So here's XLF down 2.3% and KRE, the regional bank ETF down a whopping 6.3% undercutting its uh, recent trading range. We did see a waterfall decline in March as those banking fears erupted. Seemed like it was subsiding for a bit, but why specifically today did we see such an uptick in the crisis mindset for the banks? I don't know what the specific reason was other than the fact that we just, there was already weakness on Monday. It already was like, this isn't so good. It was already picking up. And I guess if you go to PACW, that's one of the, was one of the bigger, that's one, that's been one that's been out there as a concern. That one had a pretty big drop on Monday, as you can see, sort of undercutting that kind of area. And, and almost hit a new low. It basically hit, okay, hit a closing low today, really big drop. It just seems like I think it's that even though, even if though the deposits are probably safe, chances are the concern is, well, there's nothing wrong with shifting it to another bank or shifting it over. It's like, also, it's just that extra bit of safety. Mm. Once you get any kind of momentum and it could be self-fulfilling, it's like, oh boy, this is plunging. Maybe I should, you know, and it just, yeah. it just becomes a situation and nobody knows what's going on. Cause PacWest actually said our deposits were fine a week ago. I mean, it was right around this time. They said, everything's fine uh, or relatively fine, but it's uh, it's not it's not a good situation. The Fed meeting another rate hike only exacerbates some of the mm. bank issues with that they have. So uh, it's going to be it's going to be a challenge here. That's a great point. Um, so I guess before we move on to talking about other topics, what do we do about the the Fed? Ed, it seems like uh, we've been paring back exposure, even though the end how we ended last week seemed like all right, maybe we can shake off this weakness here, but we don't want to predict that that will happen. It seems like we've been waiting uh, not only for improving technical action on the index level to uh, add back exposure, but also a lot of it comes down to what the Fed says, what the reaction to that is, and we still have more big earnings reports throughout the week. Yeah, and all that. It's like on the one hand, you'd like to say, I'd like to see some visibility on all that and the banks. At the other hand, it's like, I remember in the COVID crash, everything looked terrible. And that's when the market tucked off. So you can't wait for everything to be fine at the same time. So again, it's just difficult. You, you want to see some signs of strength. The problem with the side range bound market is the moment you start seeing that strength, things get weak. But normally you want to see that little bit of strength to get that momentum. And then you jump in early, but not too early. And uh, it's just, this is just a tough it's just it's, you can't make headway if the market isn't making headway. Absolutely. And uh, so we looked at the financials. You also mentioned energy stocks taking a tumble today. So here's the XLE ETF down 4.3%. So not good there. USO, which is a proxy for oil, taking a tumble of its own, down 5.2%. Natural gas, here's UNG, down 4.4%. Uh, so weakness all around there. And we want to take a look at the chips too. Here's SMH uh, down, but not hit as bad as the broad market. Any thoughts on what we're seeing with chips? It seemed like uh, the second we started counting them out, they uh, came back a little bit, but still not really asserting um, convincing leadership at this point, I think. 
Yeah, I mean, NVIDIA is helping and there's always this, this, you know, and some of the chip equipment has come back. But so, so some of the old leaders have fallen apart and you just don't know, like today Rambus came back. So it sort of fell down and ramped back up. It's like, oh, okay, but a lot of others are not doing that. So it's like, it's just makes tricky to to know, but a lot of the, there's been a lot of rotation within the chips. Uh, AMD earnings are tonight. Uh, I don't think that they've come out yet. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see how that goes because that one looks a lot like SMH and it'd be nice to have somebody other than, than NVIDIA, right. you know, making headway. Mm -hmm. Okay. We will be keeping tabs on AMD, no doubt. Uh, but let's go to GDX. This is a ticker we wanted to highlight today because we've been waiting on this setup in gold and gold miners to, to finally have some action after that very strong run that we saw for this area in March. It started to quickly look extended. So what do you do when that happens? You need to wait for a pullback. We got the pullback. Couple of false starts uh, with some downside reversals on 426 and yesterday 5-1. But today ramping up here and with a strong finish to the day. Yeah. When you have the banking woes and if you think the Fed is going to be on hold and the economy is going to weaken, uh, gold is a good safe haven in that flow. You could see this as a gigantic cup with handle or as sort of a little shelf above a shorter base here. So you could sort of see that as one you know, sort of a or high handle or a shelf or there's a huge cup with handle that you could view it either way. It's bouncing from the 21 day line offering sort of an entry within that. Uh, yeah, I mean. The one thing about a safe haven is that if people feel safe again, they rush out of the safe haven. So this one could move quite a bit tomorrow. Like if bank stocks rebound and the Fed uh, is, is you know, hawkish or whatever, I mean, there could be a variety of things that happen tomorrow. But there does seem to be a lot of reasons why you would think that bank fears will be out there. There's still the debt ceiling crisis that might arise. So uh, gold could have another, another run here uh, after, okay. after pulling back. Right. Yeah. It's not guaranteed to work. No trade is. <laughs> yeah. uh, but if traders were going to take a stab at it, today seems like the day to do it with the volume coming in with the price action. And it's still relatively close uh, to the 21 day line, about 3.4% above that and just a, a little bit more above its low in this handle or shelf area. So uh, traders have a clear exit. If uh, this trade moves against them tomorrow or in the in the near term, that could be a good line in the sand to use. Yeah, I agree. Okay, next on our list, let's take a look at Marriott, M-A-R, a strong move here today for this hotel stock up 5%, volume more than double the average, and it cleared a lot of price action within this recent structure, Ed. Yeah, you could see this last couple of months as its own cup with handle. I mean, it's sort of an ugly looking handle there, but a handle. <laughs> and that would be a breakout. Or you could see this as an early entry to a gigantic base. However you want to look at it. Either way, I think this is a good time to be buying it if you were to buy it. Uh, travel stocks have had a lot of a lot of, lot of uh, starts and stops. Every time, mm -hmm. you know, it's like uh, every time it seems like they are moving out, it's been over and over again. And Marriott is very much in that. Uh, but they are acting well. And you could even look at things like Visa and MasterCard. Oh, their cross-border traffic is doing well. Well, that's a good sign of, you know, people moving across borders, honestly. I mean, you know, and uh, so we'll see how that goes. There's a lot of other hotels this week. Uh, the real leader in the group booking uh, is uh, also this week. So um, 
you know, those are things to be looking at. But yeah, there's strong growth on Marriott. Marriott says like, oh, boring. It's a hotel. There's strong growth in for Marriott. I was like, it was a pretty uh, impressive impressive gain here, 67% EPS gain. And that's, those are real numbers too. They're not like yeah. over 80% drops uh, kind of situations. Uh, so, you know, that's something to, to be noting here. Uh, so can that continue? I don't know, but this is definitely a sector. I mean, you have to keep your mind open because there is sector rotation. Some of the growth has come into under pressure. And as, as mm-hmm. I guess we'll talk about pretty soon. Yes. So a strong move here on earnings today for Marriott, but it wasn't all rosy today. Arista Networks, which had been a pretty strong 2023 leader, taking it on the chin today, down almost 16% by sessions close. And it looked like it closed at or near the lows of the day in some massive, massive volume, Ed. Yeah. And again, there's been a lot of stocks that are setting up that look like, boy, if we just have a decent move on earnings, it's in buy zone. This was not a decent move. That's for sure. I mean, the numbers were great. And the guy, you know, like the, you know, but the issue is that guidance was a strong enough. They didn't even cut guidance. It wasn't like it was like, oh, an obvious thing. But that can happen. It's just like, this is the market. This is what the market says it's worth. The market did not like it. And you have to be ready for that with earnings season. This earnings season has been especially treacherous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it's uh, maybe this comes back. I don't know. Um, but that's uh, that's something that to watch out for. Does it seem at all like we're seeing uh, a theme in terms of, you know, risk on versus more defensive or safe haven areas with these earnings reactions? I guess, I mean, I, I guess if you consider Meta and Microsoft uh, safe havens, but it, it, it's it's been a tricky earnings season. You're right. It has been. There's there's been a shift to defensive names, and you're seeing that with uh, medicals, which are defensive or defensive growth. I mean, some of those are pretty high growth. Uh, those have relatively safe spending. I mean, like because the government or insurance covers most bills, so the economy doesn't affect it as much. But yeah, and that's the thing. It's like there was a there was a week or so ago, the drug drug makers had a big drop because okay, everybody was rushing into growth that day. But then they came right back up and you can't even see it here. But there was one day and then they was, oh, is that the start of something? Nope. No, that was not the start of something. That was just one day. So yeah. it becomes really tricky. How do you react? Do you jump on, do you jump in and out or do you wait? And so, again, there's not, oh, there's not a perfect decision. You're not going to always be right. And it's just, it's just a, it's a difficult environment to make headway. It's, it's much better when you like, when you miss out and you like, you don't win as much because of your decisions as opposed to, uh, you know, losing out because of your, your decisions, which, you know, uh, so that's, that's what's going on, but you just don't know when things, you know, is a rotation for a day, for a week or for, or for longer. Right. Uh, it definitely seems like that, that high risk, lower re- reward type market, or as our friend Mark Minervini has said in the past, a hard penny market. It's really tough to make a buck. Uh, and it's, it, it just feels like there, there are a lot of landmines too, as someone pointed out as well. All right. Well, that is it for today, Ed. Uh, some quick words before, before we go on uh, how to proceed from here. I think to be cautious for at least in the very near term with the Fed and Apple, look, I mean, you know, wait for the major indexes and maybe and some breadth to improve. And uh, one of the good news is that a lot of stocks have taken some hits lately. So 
you can reduce the temptation. We need the market to get a little stronger for some of these to break out. If that happens, then you can add exposure, but you have to be ready to back out even further. And it's just, it's, it's a market where you have to be, to be ready to, to act in either direction. Yes. Thanks so much, Ed. And thanks everyone for tuning in. If you are a member or trialist of Leaderboard, make sure you go on over to leaderboard.investors.com. We've got our monthly scorecard webinar and we will see you there shortly to talk about performance stocks we're watching and strategies that we are looking to implement. So we'll see you there. Thanks so much, Ed. And we'll see you back tomorrow morning on ibdliveinvestors.com slash ibdlive for all those details. Thanks, everyone. See you back here tomorrow afternoon. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.